0: I'm your host, Krista. If this is your first episode listening, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. I'm a mom of five and I teach moms like you how to declutter their homes in the simplest and most effective way possible. Sometimes you might hear my kids in the background because, like I said, we have five and I love to be around them and I love to simplify my entire life so that I can do that. So, and if you're a repeat listener, if you are a longtime listener, Thank you so much again, because your support means the world to me. I love that you're here. Okay, so today is a fun topic. We are talking about decluttering in a small home. And I want this to be a balance of, hey, I hear you, it's hard. And also, you've got this. Like, you've got to take responsibility for this and work with what you've got. A lot of what we're going to talk about today is acceptance and working with what you've got and then distinguishing between your wants your needs, and your non-negotiables within your home. So I want to start off by talking about average home size, average family sizes, and then I'm going to share with you some of our home sizes in the past, our family sizes, because I don't like to share, honestly, I don't like to share like photos of my home or how I do things in my house or the size of my home because I don't think it's very helpful. For you, there's a lot of people out there who do that. And what I've seen is that it's a very fast track to comparisonitis and feeling like, well, Krista can do that because her house is this big, or Krista can do this because she has this or that. And then it takes the focus off of you and your home and what you can actually do inside of your home. I don't think it's very helpful for you. So I'm going to do what I think is most helpful for you today and talk about the past homes that I've had, how I've made it work. And talk a little bit about averages. So I looked up the average home size in the United States. And I looked up the UK and Europe as well because they're actually pretty similar to my surprise. Um, But the average home size in the United States is 1,650 square feet. Um, Now, the next part of that that I think is even more important than just like a generic home size Is how many people or how many kids are in those homes so in the average home size of 1650 square feet are 1.9 kids so a family of 3.9 in 1600 square feet pretty average but i thought that was interesting because we've had several homes that were way less than that and we had more people inside of those homes than the average amount of people and that's just a that's just a random number to go off of. Your situation, what I want you to walk away from this episode knowing is your situation is your situation and you've got to accept that and you've got to work with what you have, not with what you wish you had, not what would be more convenient, not what would allow you to live an ideal life instead of the life that you actually have and getting really honest about that. So we have lived, so in 2013, When my husband and I decluttered our house down to what fit into our suitcases and moved our family, we had three kids at the time from Alaska to Florida with only one suitcase each. Our house was about a thousand square feet and we decluttered. I decluttered very fast. My husband went ahead to Florida, got everything set up for us. Um, We decluttered very fast in about a month's time. And when I was doing these garage sales, taking everything out of my house, trying to sell it, I remember that. The driveway was full. The garage was full. The yard was full. The side yard was full. I had bigger things in the backyard. (laughs) And there was still stuff in my house. It was very clear to me that I had way too much stuff. Like the amount of stuff that we had could have fit into a house that was twice as big. So that's something to think about for you in your home right now is Is the amount of stuff that you have, could it fit into, like, do you actually need a bigger house to fit all of your stuff? And I'm not telling you to go buy a bigger house. I'm telling you that if that's the case, you need less stuff. And I'm telling you that as somebody who has decluttered down to what fits in those smaller spaces, even with a lot of kids, even when we were homeschooling, I'll tell you about that in just a second. Even when we had all of these circumstances where I was confused on what the wants inside of my home were, the needs inside of my home were, and the non negotiables inside of my home were. So, our house that we decluttered, 1,000 square feet, could fit into about 2,000 square feet. And then we moved, um, you know, and at that point, of course, like looking in hindsight, of course, I could never keep up on it. There was way too much stuff in too small of a space. It just didn't work, didn't line up, didn't add up. We moved to another house that was about the same size, um, and it was very easy to clean up because the amount of stuff that we had inside of our home was manageable. And then that was when we got to Florida. We lived there for like three or four years, almost four years, accumulated a lot more stuff, and then decided that we were going to move to Idaho, and we moved across the continent again, not as far, to Idaho in our RV. And we we only brought what fit into our RV. And we lived in our RV for about like five months. The plan was to do it for about a year. And that just wasn't going to happen. <laughs> we did not enjoy it. But even then, I only fit what comfortably, I only brought what comfortably fit into our RV. That was 27 by eight foot square, 27 by eight square feet. Um, so not a lot, very teeny tiny. I was homeschooling my kids at that point. And this is where in a minute we'll talk about the wants, needs, and non-negotiables. But I was homeschooling them and they had this little tiny storage bench of a little RV kitchen for all of their toys, all of the homeschool supplies. The cabinet for their clothes was like teeny tiny, like one foot by two foot. Um, I just had to keep what fit and we did it during winter, the worst winter Idaho had seen. And if you like Google, if you want to Google, feel like wasting your time and Googling the winter of 2016 slash 2017 in Idaho, you will realize that the towns shut down for like two weeks because it snowed so much and they don't have enough snow plows. So the circumstances were miserable. They were miserable. I needed all the snow gear for my kids. I was trying to homeschool in an RV. Absolutely ridiculous. I did it. And the reason that I'm telling you that is because it was not convenient, right? I had all of these Wants that I wanted to keep, but I couldn't keep them because it didn't fit into our space. And that's a very exaggerated situation. But the same concept applies for you and your home, especially if you have a lot of people in a small home, especially if you have a small home right now. The answer is probably not the one that you want to hear, but it is the truth. And it is the one that will set you free. The truth will set you free. And that is that you need less stuff. You really need to get clear on. How much stuff you can actually fit into your home and manage? So we've lived in, you know, a thousand square feet. Like I think, like nine hundred square feet was the the one that we lived in in Alaska. I don't exactly remember, but I do know that it was about within that range, right? We've lived in two thousand square feet houses. That's what we have right now. But we also have seven people in this house, right? So you consider the average family home size is sixteen hundred square feet. The average amount of people in that house is 3.9. Like we've got seven people in 2000 square feet. So just things to consider. Um, Yeah, it might not be what you want. And that's probably the most frustrating and difficult part for you is that you wish it was bigger. You wish that you could fit more things. You wish that you could have this more ideal version in your head of, of what it would look like to be in your home. And that's okay. I totally get it because when I lived in the RV, I did not like, I didn't like it at all. That's why we said we're going to do this for about a year. And then we did it for five months because we did not enjoy it. It was not convenient. It was pretty miserable to be honest, but I can look back on our houses that were about a thousand square feet and I loved them after I decluttered. That's the key. After I decluttered, those homes were amazing. They were so easy to be in. I enjoyed the aesthetics of them a lot more even in the houses that you know, were really, really old and needed updated, like the house that we lived in in Florida that you know, was you know, 1980, nothing had been changed since then. Um, but without the clutter, it's like, I enjoy this. Like this works for us, it's fine. Um, and I know that if we want to get a different house or bigger house down the road, it's great to dream and make those dreams a reality. But I personally don't think that until you declutter, and can be content with the space that you have getting a different house or getting a bigger house is never going it's never going to solve the problem for you you're going to carry those same struggles with you into a new home even if it's bigger and Danielle Grigg is an admin in the Facebook group she's a really great testament to this because when she joined motherhood simplified she was one of the very first person people that I worked with and that was one of her goals was to declutter her house so that they could get a bigger house And what ended up happening is she decluttered her house and was like, oh my gosh, this house is perfect. It's, it's totally fine. It just had way too much stuff in it. And then eventually they decided that they wanted to buy a different house in a different part of town with different aesthetics that they enjoy. And then they did that, but it was only after they decluttered that she did that. And I've seen the opposite happen a lot of times where people don't declutter and they move into a bigger house or a house that they think that they will like more. And they end up in the same situation where it's still overwhelming. It's still not what they want. And a lot of it is because of the clutter. Um, And so that's the honest answer is that you've got to declutter down to what actually fits into the space that you have. And you can get into my course, Decluttering Simplified, is what I would recommend if that's what you want to do, like a total overhaul of your home. Definitely get into Decluttering Simplified because that's exactly what I help you do. Declutter your entire house the simplest and most effective way possible and I want to talk to you real quick about some, some three, three things to make decisions on your stuff inside of your home. So, and this applies to a lot of things, not just like your decluttering decisions, but your relationships, like and your emotional needs and like all of these things. So we all have wants, we all have needs and we all have non-negotiables. So in your home, a want might look like having really beautiful accent furniture, that's a want, right? Nobody actually needs or has a, you know, accent furniture as a non-negotiable. I don't think, you know, especially as parents, like that's just not our priority. Maybe if you are, you're single and childless and you have a real estate business, accent furniture, maybe you have a furniture business, accent furniture would be a non-negotiable for you, but that's not us. So a want is, is pretty clear, right? We want toys, right? Maybe your want is that you want your kids to have a huge toy room full of all of these things, but in reality, it's not working for you and you don't have room for it. So you're going to have to make decisions and let go of these things that you want, but realistically don't fit into your space or the life that you live right now, right? Maybe this one's a tough one for people, but sometimes we want a craft room, but we have had a lot of kids. And now we don't have room for a craft room. And it's not to say that you can't ever do crafts, right? Because this might fall into a need, which is the next thing that I want to talk to you about is that you might have needs. Like you might have a need for a creative outlet, which I have, right? I have a huge need for creative outlets. I have a huge need for physical activity and fitness. But does that mean that I have to have a craft room inside of my home? No. There are so many creative ways to get your needs met without having your house full of a whole bunch of stuff that ultimately does not fit and is ultimately making your life a lot harder. For example, with homeschooling, that was a need for us, right? at When we lived in our RV and I was homeschooling my kids for about three months, we had a need to homeschool. I needed to educate my kids, but I did not have a lot of space. I had one storage bench of space to fit all of their, their supplies for it. And so what that meant is that I had to go get our need for homeschooling met in other ways, which meant that I did a lot of virtual things. I did a lot of things out in the community. Um, and that meant that I didn't have a lot of supplies, but I still got our need met. So when it comes to your needs as a family, this might mean that you have to get rid of things, And find other ways to get your needs met. Fitness is a big deal to me. And I don't want to say anything for sure. But we've always had like gym equipment in our home. And we might be entering a season of life where we have a non-negotiable to give our teens more space, which might mean that we have to get rid of our gym equipment so that we can have that non-negotiable of them giving their, their own space within the house and go get our need for physical fitness at a gym instead of doing it at our home. So I hope this is making sense to you, that in your home, you have wants. You've got to distinguish what those wants are. In your home, you have needs. You have to know what those needs are. And your needs, you need to understand, can be met in a lot of different ways. Your needs do not have to be met by having a whole bunch of stuff in your home that doesn't fit and actually isn't serving you. And then you have your non-negotiables, right? Your non-negotiables are the things that you have to have inside of your home no matter what. For me right now, I need space. I really value space because we have seven people in this house. That's why we have a bigger house than average, right? The average house. Our house is bigger than that because I value space and room for us to go retreat and be alone when we want to be alone and to gather when we want to gather. That's a non-negotiable for me. And then, like I said, we're moving into a a different season of our life where our non-negotiables might be changing, where my husband and I have had space for our fitness, And our physical health, and it's worked for us, but now our teens are needing some more space to hang out with their friends without the little ones, you know, climbing all over them so that they can have their social interactions that matter within our home. So that is becoming a non-negotiable. And we will still get our needs for physical activity met, right? If we have a need for space and we live in a tiny home, I met that need by going for walks alone or getting out of, just getting out of the house alone. So I hope that this is making sense for you. If you have a small home and you're struggling with decluttering, you're not alone. So many of us are in the same situation. I was in the same situation for a long time, honestly, up until like the last three years when we, when we got into this bigger house, actually in California, we had a house that was 3000 square feet and it was way too big. Um, but I get it, like we've mostly had smaller homes, smaller than average homes, and they can work. You just have to get really clear on these things and make these decisions. And this episode is not really about how to make those decisions. That is what I cover inside of my course, Decluttering Simplified. Again, I would love to have you in that. Uh, you get instant access to it all. You get access to a great community. Uh, it's like, it. it is really the last decluttering resource that I think you would ever need. If you've never- gotten into a decluttering course or a decluttering program, this could be your first one. If you've been in them before and you've got checklists and you've learned from other people, this might be the missing piece for you. And this could absolutely be the last thing you ever need. I am always in there. I just did a video in the group telling, reminding everybody, hey, you have this course at your fingertips and just showing them a list of the features that they get as far as the course outline. that's printable that you can refer to all of the video and supporting content the way that it's structured, it's got enough structure to keep you on task and on track that you can refer back to when your kids interrupt you, and flexible enough to work with your mom life. Like it's amazing. So if that sounds good to you. Check the description of this episode. Um, come join us. I would love to have you. And other than that, make your home easy to be in. Okay. I know it's not easy to make these decisions, but you can totally do it. You can totally do it, and I can show you how. So. Thanks for listening to this episode. I'll see you on the next one. Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter be without becoming a full-blown minimalist.